Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to All Music Radio Podcast. Your host, Mike Fortune, coming to you. Live from the All Music Radio studio, bringing you All Music Radio podcasting. Uh, this is kind of disgusting. 13 Philadelphia police officers be fired over racist and violent Facebook posts. Now, you gotta, you gotta reasonably assess that if they are posting this, they are probably practicing the same. That's the way we see it on All Music Radio Podcasting. Brought to you by All Music Radio. The station for the lost but loved. For the free and forgiven. Playing music that encourages you to live by faith and not by fear. All Music Radio. And once again, we're more than just music, baby. We we bring you information that uh, that of. Uh, are of great interest to you in your everyday living. All right, we're going to bring this information to you from Philadelphia Police Commissioner regarding these violent posts that a independent organization sort of found on their own. The, the, the police department doesn't have the capacity, the capacity to, to, to do data mining, but I suspect that they'll be getting those apps soon. Here we go. We invited you here to share an update on the status of the investigation of the social media post by the 72 officers who were removed from street duty. Commissioner Ross will, in a moment, will go into more depth shortly. I want to thank the commissioner, city solicitor Marcel Pratt, and their teams, as well as the Ballard Spar Law Firm, for their swift action and for approaching this issue with the attention that it deserves. As I said before, when this issue first came to light, many of the posts were deeply disturbing. Our police officers are entrusted to serve and protect the people of Philadelphia, everybody, all the people of Philadelphia. A great deal of social media content was contradictory to that principle and antithetical to our administration's values. We have high expectations for city employees to show respect to all people at all times. And the discipline that Commissioner Ross will lay out, as well as the subsequent actions that the department has been taking, are a positive step to prevent issues like this from ever happening again. In an age where the Internet has become one of our fundamental means of communication, we must be extremely diligent in how we communicate. We have a duty to represent ourselves and our city with integrity. I want the public to be assured that building trust with the communities we serve will always be our top priority, not just in the police department, but in every department in our administration. We will not allow this terrible incident to break down the progress we've made, and we pledge to do better moving forward. And at this time, I'd like to invite Commissioner Ross to provide an update on the investigation. All right, thank you, Mayor. And, uh as you see, I'm joined by uh, my entire command staff here. Um, this will take uh, a few moments, so I would ask that you bear with me so that I can outline as much as possible in, in hopes of answering as many questions up front that you will understandably have. On June 1st, 2019, Philadelphia Police Department became aware of the results 
of the Plainview Project. Project researchers identify approximately 3,100 offensive or potentially offensive Facebook entries posted by 328 active duty Philadelphia police officers. The researchers then made their results available via an online database. It is important to note that some of the entries were made as early as 2010. An internal affairs investigation was immediately initiated. Internal affairs identified and prioritized those posts which clearly advocated violence or death against any protected class, such as ethnicity, national origin, sex, religion, and race, or any speech advocating or supporting crimes affecting the integrity, honesty, and or trustworthiness of the police department. Officers who made these posts were removed from street duty and placed in administrative duty status during the investigation. A total of 72 officers were placed in administrative duty status as a result of this investigation. As the internal affairs investigation proceeded, the law department contracted with law firm Ballard Spar to review each of the posts to determine if the posts were constitutionally protected. At this point, the firm has completed the review of the 328 active police officers posts. Today, I will provide you with an update regarding the status of the investigation, as well as actions the department has already taken and intend to take in the near and immediate future, with specific emphasis on the 72 officers who have been removed from street duty. Under the category of discipline, when reviewing the posts to determine whether disciplinary action is appropriate, our analysis included a balance of the officer's constitutional rights and the integrity of the police department, which is necessary to protect the citizens of Philadelphia. There are ranges for disciplinary action based upon the gravity of the offense. For this reason, many of the 72 officers who were removed from street duty will receive discipline consistent with a general violation of the social media directive, which is 6.10. The penalty range for this type of violation is a reprimand to five days suspension. For example, a post which advocates excessive force, but not necessarily related to a person's membership in a protected class would be a violation of the social media directive. Statements such as these erode the trust necessary for a police department to carry out its core mission. Therefore, the employing agency can take disciplinary action against employees who make such posts. A second group of officers posted material that is not only offensive and unprotected, but constitutes an act or continuing course of conduct which demonstrates that the officers have little or no regard for their position 
as police officers. Thus far, the investigation has determined that 17 officers fall into that category. 13 of these officers will be suspended for 30 days with intent to dismiss. The remaining four officers posts were determined to be less egregious. Those officers will receive 30-day suspension. Posts deemed to fit uh, this category include the following. Anti-Islamic posts such as death to Islam, another piece of expletive. References to African Americans as thugs or P-words looking for free expletive. Encouragement of police brutality, suggesting police should have split their wigs. Homophobic memes, which in some cases suggest violence against transgender individuals. Training. On Friday, June 28th, nearly all of the 72 officers received the first in a series of trainings. This was an eight-hour training divided into two four-hour modules, social media and professionalism. Radio quips have also been drafted and will be broadcast regularly over police radio. PPD will purchase or develop a proactive mechanism to audit officer-related social media to identify potential problems with officer postings, i.e. data mining software. The police department will contract an outside expert to conduct anti-bias and anti-racist training for all sworn personnel. The training will commence this fall, likely in October. PPD will meet with the Commission on Human Relations to review proposed training protocols, but to also explore regular continuing training on this subject matter. PPD is also in consultation with the Anti-Defamation League in assisting with the development and delivery of anti-bias training. Sustained training and education is essential not only for the impact on our interactions with communities we serve, but also for the effect on the workplace interactions between members of the department. We are currently examining the social media and professional conduct policies of other police departments and military branches. We will work to identify any weaknesses or loopholes in our current policy and enact any necessary amendments. I continue to be very angered and disappointed by these posts, many of which, in my view, violate the basic tenets of human decency. And I am saddened by the fact that there are even some who would attempt to justify such hate and vile behavior. Hateful. I mentioned before, as is as, as a given, that these posts undoubtedly have a profound impact on our police community relations in this city and arguably have an impact on the profession. As one of my deputies, Deputy Wimberly, pointed out in the meeting, they, they also have an impact internally as well, as we have many members, as you can see, standing behind me of a wide range of uh, races and genders, and the same holds true uh, throughout the department, people of different sexual orientation and, and now are relegated to working, in some cases, alongside uh, other 
members of the department who have all already shared the disdain for whatever protected class they may belong to. And so that is disheartening to know that in 2019 that we still have people with these views that not only have these views that would take to social media in a very public space to expound on such views in a way that is absolutely sickening. And so I am very troubled and I understand the, the dismay that the public would have because we have it as well. Because for the people that you just see here and those that you don't see in police cars, when you look behind the badge and the uniform, there are people who occupy these same classes who are equally angered, and I know people who are not even occupying those classes who are also angered. We have some of the best and brightest and some of the most giving police officers in the nation, and I'm saddened for them that they have to endure essentially this black eye because some of their members decided to resort to such behavior, behavior that undoubtedly has a profound impact, a negative impact on this organization. And so I just say to the public that we will work. You have our commitment. We will work tirelessly to make this situation better. We know it will take a tremendous amount of effort on our part, and that is not lost on us. Um, we will need your help and assistance. I've already started meeting with some groups. I was meeting with some Islamic leaders yesterday. Uh, and so it's not just about any particular group. It's about everyone understanding their concerns, where we are, um, internal and external, finding a way not only as a department and as a city but as a nation to move past this ridiculous hate that just consumes this country and has done so for centuries. And so I know you have questions, but I have, if I can't answer them, I have um, people here from the law department, Marcel Pratt, who leads uh, the city solicitor's office. If you have any questions for him, the managing director is here. I have a director of training or the uh, deputy commissioner of training and deputy commissioner of professional standards that are here too, who have played an integral part and uh, helping us. I got, can't say enough about what both of their bureaus were able to do in such a not timely fashion relative to the public's per, uh, perception, I'm sure, but relative to the gravity of this situation. Um, as we said, Plainview apparently took 18 months and uh, some of the most egregious posts they were able to do in essentially a matter of weeks. And so uh, their investigation's not complete. There were officers who had uh, far less egregious posts who were not removed from the street. That aspect of the investigation is not over, uh, but Internal Affairs or Professional Standards has done a fantastic job of even moving that along. We will be able to inform you uh, probably no later than Labor Day, uh, because that's where the lion's share of that 328 sit, um, about where we are with that. But in the interim, we'll be doing a lot of work relative to training, relative to cultivating relationships with community all across this city. Um, and obviously, you, you, it stands to reason that probably colleagues of mine across the nation will be reaching out to see what we've done. You know, uh, this is uncharted territory. Um, this is something that you never want to happen in your organization. 
issues with police and community, particularly in with uh, classes of protected individuals, have always been troublesome on some level or another. We've made significant inroads, but this takes us back. There's no question, and I'd be disingenuous if I didn't acknowledge that. And this is where my dismay comes from, and I know all the people standing behind me share that view. And so right now I will open it up to any questions that you may have, and we'll go from there. Commissioner Ross, for the people at home who are going to hear that there are some of these officers who've been on administrative duty who will not be fired, who will be suspended, but they're responsible for these egregious posts, as you call them, is that enough? What do you say to the people who think, wait a minute, this isn't an adequate punishment? Well, certainly, and I understand that. And so this is why we contracted with the law firm, because some of those things fall under... uh, It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speech that is constitutionally protected. Uh, now, I will tell you that with the lion's share of those folks, they did not advocate violence you know, which is a critical uh, measure that was used for the folks who were terminated. But they're denouncing people they're supposed to serve. It's no question. And, and so I have no excuse for that. And so I am not trying to mitigate that in any way, shape, or fashion. Uh, there are thresholds that we had to contend with. Uh, this is why I even have some legal experts standing behind me. But I certainly understand your point. And, and that's not lost on me. And this is why we have to work very, very hard uh, to, I'm not even say reestablish, but just to cultivate, because reestablish suggests that you already had it established, and I'm not naive to that point. Uh, but we have to work hard, and that's just the bottom line. Can you the highest ranking uh, person that you have fired in that group 13? Sergeant. 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 Somebody else? Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Him? No, we're not naming It's a reason why we're not naming them at this point, because we wanted you to know where we were. We wanted to. Um, start giving, getting some sense of resolution. The paperwork isn't even done. Uh, they haven't even reported for the uh, step that they have to do to make their termination official. Um, and and in, in addition to which, there's a couple who are actually on vacation. So, I mean, I, it would be premature for me to do that at this point. Um, there will come a time when it's likely to happen, but I, I would suspect by some of the posts you're able to make those uh, connections on your own. But uh, we just aren't ready to do that yet. You have a question? So well, I think that's going to be it for terminations. But um, you've got other people uh, beyond. Uh, in the 72, if you just were to start there, I think all except for three, and someone behind me can correct me, uh, will be facing some form of discipline of the 72. 
then with regard to the lion's share that have, were not taken off the street, I can't speak to how many will be disciplined. It is highly unlikely given the fact that they weren't even removed from the street. That was a painstaking process because they went in conjunction with not only our law department, Ballot Spar, uh, professional responsibilities went through every post. And when they went through every post, they had to not only look at the post, which many standing alone arguably sound really, really bad, but had to then look at context relative to the post that preceded it, uh, whether they said anything additional. Um, and in many cases, uh, or I shouldn't say many cases, in some cases, when you look at context, some of them, although on his face might have looked horrible, you could glean it. For example, um, if someone were to comment not about a protected class, but about someone raping a three-year-old in another state, the visceral response might be something that you shouldn't say, but some people commented on that in a way that was unprofessional, but you at least were provided some sense of context of what they were talking about. But they weren't talking about a group of people, a group, a race, a gender, ethnicity, or anything like that. For the Right. And so, I mean, that's something we've been kicking around for the last couple of weeks. And this is why we put them through this part of training. And even the training that I outline uh, relative to anti-bias, anti-racist training, this will be ongoing. The mayor's already made a commitment beyond even this year. Um, but I would tell you, honestly, that we aren't uh, stuck on just one type of training. And so to the extent that lo logistically we can find other trainings that will benefit us, we will do that. But at some point, we do have to get these officers back on the street, the 72, well, not the 72, but the ones that are not being terminated or getting the 30 days for now. All right. The office. I mean, heck, you, you, in many cases, you went to the academy for five, eight, nine months with somebody who's different than you. It's something I said to the police academy class that started three or four weeks ago. Look to your left and your right. Somebody looks different than you, and you have an opportunity for the next nine months or 37 weeks to get to know these people, people who you may be friends with 30 years from now. And hope, hopefully what will come from that is your knowledge that everybody ultimately wants the same thing out of life. You may have different cultures. You may have different thoughts. You may have different religions. But people want the same things, and it is so sad that you know, it plays itself out in so many ways across this country, a country that's supposed to be the greatest country in the world, that we have such hatred you know, that doesn't seem to end. And so we are a microcosm. I'm not making an excuse when I say that because there is no excuse. I don't have one. I will never attempt to um, try to blow anything past anybody because that's not only inappropriate, it's unprofessional to do so. We Commissioner, what's the... Your leadership, uh, your leadership and your command staff's leadership uh, leading up to this, that somehow folks interpret that this would not be something... Well, Jeff, I'm glad you asked that. Did you hear me say 2010? I heard you say 2010. So, right. Well, so what, what does that suggest to you? Well, I, I'm not going to answer questions to you, Commissioner. Well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm asking you. Well, let me finish. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let's not argue. Let me, let me, let me answer you. Let me answer you. So clearly we always look at our leadership. You, me, and everybody else is naive if we believe that this even started in 2010, the thoughts that some of these people have. What you have to do is make sure that you aren't 
I guess is what you're trying to say, is do anything that perpetuates this thought, thought that you are allowed to get away with this or something of that regard. We always look at our leadership. We always look at what we do. Um, clearly, just with this project alone, it covers a span already of what we know to be nine years. All right? And so nobody, with the exception of me, was here nine years ago. So what, what is what, you were here during some portion of this. No, I was here so, for all of that. That's right, what I just so, said. So, sure. So, right. but when you, so when you look at this then, what does it tell you about your leadership? Is there something what? you missed? Well, is it something me and Chuck Ramsey and others miss? Is that what you're asking me? I'm, at, yeah, I'm asking you something um, you Clearly, what we did not know was how to data mine social media. So let's start there. I'm sorry, how to Data mine social media. Okay, we didn't. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold it. We want to fin- I want to finish this first. I look at his leadership every day, and I look at their leadership every day, and I'm confident in their leadership. We've made tremendous progress in this department over the last three years. We'll continue to make progress. I'm conf- he has my confidence. They have my confidence. And we will address this unfortunate, extremely unfortunate situation in the best way that we can. But he's the commissioner, and they're the depths, and I'm very confident in all of their abilities. So commissioner. what happened here, Mayor, had anything to do with the leadership here? No. You don't think that they had any role in no. the no, no, I think people have hate in their heart. They have hate in their hearts. And I don't think anything they can do to get the hate out of their hearts other than fire them, discipline them, and train them. Commissioner, well, can you... T- yes. Yes, yes, there were. Can you, talk so- about, can you talk about the timeline of these firings? Have all of the officers who are going to be fired, do they know? Have been, they been made aware? Yes, and they all, know. And all, so they've all, when, did they, when were they made aware of this? Uh, I guess a day or so or two ago. Because we like talked that. to you yesterday and you told us right. this was an open investigation. Well, it still is. It still is an we open investigation. We asked you specifically about are people being fired and have they been notified? They, we still haven't had everybody throughout this investigation, not just people who are fired, who've gotten their paperwork. And that's what I was saying about the names of people. So the whole thing. Okay, I mean, we we told you from the outset there would be people who would be fired. And so that was shouldn't have been a revelation to you, um, first of all. Uh, and that was reported out in a very different way. Um, and so thank you, Mayor, for saying that, because at the end of the day, um, you know, while people may want to suggest that it's the fault of people in this command staff, I mean, we tend to get away from personal responsibility in a lot of arenas and immediately want to point the finger in a lot of different ways instead of holding the individuals who actually did it responsible for what they did. I mean, at the end of the day, um, no one made any officer sit down at a computer terminal and type some of the vile things that they type. None of these people, including myself, or in anybody's living room or in anybody's office or den and made them do that. So the suggestion that somehow we did it, to me, is ridiculous. Do you have concerns that some of the fired officers... Talk about your disappointment and your sadness in the actions of these officers. What's been the response to those officers? Are they apologetic about their actions? Well, I haven't talked to any of them personally, and so um, I, don't, I don't know what their response is, uh, and so that's something maybe you'll have to find out. Do you have concerns? Do you have concerns that some... assume that the union's going to put up a fight in their yard and say that they fire the officers across the line. What's the safeguard? Have you considered the safeguard that these officers get their jobs back through arbitration? Do you have concerns that they'll get their jobs back through arbitration? Can I finish with this question first? Um, I would suspect that that's a definite possibility with regard to uh, the union response. Um, I would expect that that's exactly what they would do. Um, Clearly, it's not something that we would lay down for um, and just suggest that we're okay. 
uh, with those folks coming back. Uh, this is a very problematic issue. And so we will do everything we can to be certain that the terminations and the discipline is, are upheld. The reality of it is, is um, this is why you have to be painstaking about how you conduct the investigation in the first place. And this is why you can't rush in any police-involved investigation because the minute you do that in an effort to placate or appease, what you ultimately do is you end up with a shoddy investigation, which also lends itself to some of the problems that you're kind of alluding to. So I don't know if that captured... Yeah, that, that's what I was getting at. What's the, difference between, what's the difference between the 13 officers who are being fired? What's the difference with their post and the officers who are being suspended for 30 days or suspended for five days? What makes those 13 officers so egregious that they had to be... Well, fired? I mean, to, to, without getting into too much details, what I said before, most of their posts advocated violence. That, if you put it just in a nutshell, that, that's what most of it is, particularly as you separate them from the, the lesser reprimand to five days. Advocating violence in addition to posting these vile comments is really what pushed that over the threshold. Commissioner, do you know if uh, any of the officers, when confronted with their increased postings, any of them perhaps offered to resign or step aside uh, because of this increased posting? No, that didn't happen. But I will tell you that no one denied that they were their post. And we were, in fact, I guess being somewhat cynical, I thought there was a possibility some people would come in and say, that's not my post. Uh, but, Deputy Wimberly, correct me if I'm wrong, that didn't happen? So all, all 72 came in and said, no, that's my post. Uh, Commissioner, some of these officers have been named in lawsuits that allege you know, misconduct, have been named in civilian complaints that allege misconduct. Uh, why does it seem, why might it seem to some people like they're facing more serious repercussions for Facebook posts than well, I mean, I, I don't know that you have it. I certainly don't have it in front of me. I don't know what the outcome from all those lawsuits are. So I can't even presume that, you know, they were found guilty or held liable. I don't know. And that's to be fair. And so it's a fair question, but I don't know what those outcomes were. So I can't weigh in on whether or not that's the reason one was more severe than another, to be honest with you. Those are things we're, we'll be looking at um, because it's a legitimate concern. Uh, but I don't know what all the outcomes were uh, relative to the federal lawsuits. Right. You said that you did not know how to data mine. So that's something you didn't know. You didn't know no, I don't think, data. Jeff, I think if you went to any police department in the nation, you, you would find that very few had the capacity to check on social media in a way. Because remember, very few of these posters or posts were actually done under the name of I.E. Rich Ross. And so you would have to have the, the ability. And remember, too, whatever mechanism that Plainview used, it took them 18 months to go through this. And look, I'm not using it as an excuse because I've already said we're going to look to get this kind of application or apps to help us. But sadly, it is not the only thing that Internal Affairs does. Okay? Is there anything beyond data mining, your failure to data mine, which I can't do either? that right. you think you folks could have done better to quell what was going on inside the ranks? Inside people's minds? I, I don't know. The short answer is, since you, you remain on that track, is, is I don't know. And so rather than go back and forth, uh, I can't imagine anything. But obviously, as I've said before, we work very hard to look at what we're doing. Is there anything that we're doing that is uh, 
creating unintended consequences? Are there any other things? And it doesn't even have to do with things that are necessarily problematic. My point is we are always open to looking at our policies, our procedures. What can we do better? And so forth and so on. In answer to your question for the final time, relative to this issue, I cannot see anything that we could have done to know that people were sitting down under screen names, posting things that are so vile and egregious and, and would have had the ability to figure that out. Thank you. All Music Radio Podcast, you know, it's Mike Fortune. <laughs> look, look. I, I don't know if any police department has the capability also. I mean, it took a private entity 18 months with the capabilities that they, they uh, do have. So, I mean, it was kind of a ridiculous question at the end. They don't have the capability. They admit they don't have the capability. And they admit that they're going to look into maybe perhaps getting some kind of capability where they can monitor that kind of stuff. I mean, you know what? What's in these people's minds? You not The next correlation should be their thoughts in conjunction to the actions that they have taken out on the street. And towards whom? That would be, to me, stage two and part two of that investigation. I mean, I know they talk about 13 officers going to be fired. It might need to be a whole lot more on All Music Radio podcast. That's the way we see it on All Music Radio. And we're standing by it. Hey, look, if you uh, you need to get the vaccine, baby, and wear that mask so you can save you and somebody else. Be a hero and not a zero. Hey, look, you can listen to our radio station at www.allmusicradio.org. Hit the listen button 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. That's our internet radio station. You can catch our podcast on all the major platforms as well as www.allmusicradiopodcasting.live. Hey, look, support us. We're putting out a book, Racism, White Privilege in America, available on Amazon by Mike Fortune. Racism, White Privilege in America by Mike Fortune. Check it out on Amazon. Support us and get a copy. Tell your neighbors and friends all about it. Hey, look, thank you for listening. Have a great day from All Music Radio Podcast and your host, Mike Fortune, from Washington, D.C. Peace, love, joy, and happiness. <laughs>